Romans chapter number 14. We'll start reading in verse number 12. Once you've found your place, let's stand for the reading of God's word. Verse number 12, the Bible says, So then every one of us shall give account of himself to God. Let us not therefore judge one another any more, but judge this rather, that no man put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in his brother's way. I know and am persuaded by the Lord Jesus that there is nothing unclean of itself, but to him that esteemeth anything to be unclean, to him it is unclean. But if thy brother be grieved with thy meat, now walkest thou not charitably. Destroy not him with thy meat for whom Christ died. Let not, and let not then your good be evil spoken of. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. For he that is in these things serveth Christ and is acceptable to God and approved of men. Let us therefore follow after the things which make for peace and things wherewith one may edify another. Let's go back to verse number 13 to uh, the middle part of the verse where it says, but judge this rather then no man put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in his brother's way. I'd like for us to take a few moments this afternoon and just speak on the simple subject today of don't be a stumbling block, be a stepping stone. Don't be a stumbling block, be a stepping stone. Let's open in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for the day. Lord, thank you for another opportunity to be here in church. Lord, I pray that we would not take that for granted. Lord, I thank you so much for the opportunity to stand behind this sacred desk. Lord, I pray that you would allow the words that come out of my mouth to be your words and not my words. I pray that this would help somebody here today as it has helped me. Lord, give us a wonderful rest of the service today in your precious son's name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. <clears throat> Some of you guys were thinking that this ladder was up here just because we forgot to put it away. It's not. I promise. The term stepping stone was first attested in approximately 1325, first used in a figurative sense in approximately 1653. Very simply defined as a stone that can be stepped on in a crossing in the crossing of something, or in a figurative sense, something used as a way to progress to something or something else or somewhere else. For example, he started working at a restaurant as a stepping stone to eventually own his own. In looking at the term um, stumbling block, we see that it's defined as an, an obstacle or a hindrance to progress, to belief, or to understanding. For example, and this is the example given by the dictionary. Okay, this was not my own. Okay. The online systems for various things today have become a, a stumbling block for the older generation. Okay. I, the reason why I bring this up is that it is, it is the example given by the dictionary and not myself. So we're going to give a visual example today with the stepladder. How many of you guys know how a stepladder works? Okay, you don't know? Okay, should I use you today to illustrate? How? No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to use somebody who doesn't know how to. Savannah over here knows how to use a stepladder. <laughs> okay, when, when we go through life, we, we experience various things that cause us to either step up and overcome or experience things that come into our way that, that end up causing us to stumble. 
Okay, very simply today, we're, we're going to take a few moments and deal with this thought of being a stepping stone and not a stumbling block. When you think of, uh, of a stepping stone, you th- I think about us going hiking, and there are very, various parts in the path where you have to walk across a little brook. Okay, oftentimes there will be stones that you step on, stepping stones, to walk across this brook. Throughout life, we, ha- we have this course of time where we have steps that we, uh, that we are taking to be able to overcome things. Now, I know some of you guys are getting nervous because I keep getting higher and higher. Okay, I promise you I'm not going to stand on the top. Okay? I'm not going to overcome the ladder. <laughs> okay? Throughout the course of our life, we, uh, we have these times where we're taking steps. Okay? What I want to talk about today is, be- is that aspect of being a stepping stone rather than a stumbling block. The reason why I'm not using somebody who's up here today is because I don't want to be liable if they fall off the ladder. I'd rather use myself. Okay? So, looking at our text with don't be, don't be a stumbling block, be a stepping stone, we're going to look at three ways this morning that we can be a stepping stone. Okay? Number one, I want us to see in a, here in our text, we see, number one, that we need to remember that we are all accountable. We need to remember that we're all accountable. Verse number 12 of the Bible says, so then every one of us shall give account of himself to God. Okay, do you realize that when it comes to the day and age we live in, that every single one of us is going to have our own ladders to climb, our own mountains to overcome, our own, our own rivers that we need to cross. Okay, my stepping stones are not the same as Brother Nate's stepping stones at going throughout life. I only had one stepladder here today, so I can't illustrate this with having everybody have a different stepladder. But thinking through this, for, uh, for Brother Nate having a different stepladder than I do, he's got different steps that he's going up. Now, me, along, um, me standing back here, what, what the Bible's looking at this saying is, is to judge this rather that no man put a stumbling block in his brother's way. Okay, for, uh, for me standing here saying, look, I can look at Brother Nate going up this stepladder all I want. Okay, but I ought not be uh, I ought not be going up to uh, his ladder and putting be putting things in the way of uh, him climbing up it. Okay, can I and can I give you a, an example? I'll, I'll, I'll use this basket right here. Okay, if, if Brother Nate was watching me go up my ladder, actually, I'll use Zeke because Zeke's right here. Can, and can you take this and put this on one of these steps? right here. Why not? He just jumps at it. Okay. The Bible literally says, don't do this. (laughs) Okay. Zeke can see that I'm fixing to climb up this ladder. Wow, man. Okay. That's a stumbling block right here. Zeke. No, (laughs) what Zeke has put on the ladder is a stumbling block. Okay. What the Bible's saying here is for, uh, for us to not do something like this. Now, the only reason I use Zeke is because he's close. Okay, I know that Zeke wouldn't actually do this to me. Okay? Don't nod your head, okay? <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> what the Bible's saying here is uh, we need to remember that we're all accountable for our own ladders. Okay? Because uh, I, I wrote down in there that I, I, I want to be a stepping stone. Uh, no, I want a stepping stone. So what should I be? A stepping stone. I ought not to be the stumbling block putting it in the way. Because you see this, now I'm not going to climb this because some of you would get really nervous at me climbing this with something on it. 
Okay. But if I were to start climbing up this and my foot catch on this basket and I fall, okay, number one, I didn't inspect my ladder beforehand. For those of us who are have worked in various OSHA zones, <laughs> you know, you're supposed to look at your ladder before you climb your ladder, not just jump right up on it. But when it comes to life and you're taking these steps forward, how many of you have tried to climb something in the dark? I have. I've tried to climb up a bunk bed in the dark. You realize how hard that is? Especially when it's one you're not used to. Like, you know that they make bunk beds with various different steps that, like, some of them are really close. Some of them are, like, you have to lunge four yards to be able to get the next step. Okay? Especially in the dark, because in the dark, it's more like 20 yards. And then you miss the step and you fall down and everybody goes, are you okay? Because they hear this loud thump. When it comes to life, we each have things that we're overcoming. Okay? It's not my job to stand here and go, hey, you know, I see that Joshua's going to climb up this ladder. I know he's got a problem with something. I know he's got a problem with this, like, thing in his life that this is going to cause him to stumble. And I'm just going to watch it happen. We ought not do that. What, what the Bible's asking us to do is to rather... If I see that Joshua is going to go climb this ladder, I'm not asking you to climb this ladder, just so you know, okay? If I see that Joshua is going to go climb this ladder, okay, that I stand here and go, I know this is going to make him fall. I'm picking it up. So it's not going to be in his way. I can't tell you how many times I've gone to climb up a ladder and it's not been a basket. It's been something like a hammer or something like a drill, that you go and you start climbing up and then you get, get up to where you're, you're not supposed to be. And then you accidentally drop what you're, you've set up there so you can grab. But thinking through this, every one of us will give account of himself to God. We're going to have to speak with God about how we conducted ourselves. It's very easy for me to look at Joshua's ladder and to um, criticize and to pick apart his ladder that he's climbing. It's very easy for me to look at it and go, okay, hey, this is not, that's not how I would climb that. Well, I wouldn't have put that there. Well, why didn't I take it away for him? I think, I think about this, um, looking at verse number 13, where it says, let us not judge therefore one another anymore, but judge this rather that no man put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in his brother's way. Okay. I think about you going back to the example of hiking. If I was hiking with brother, with brother Dana over here and brother Dana sees that he's crossing this, um, this Creek in front of me and he turns around, he'd take a picture of it first, but he turns around he looks at, he looks at the Creek and he sees the main stone that I need to step on. But instead of just leaving it, he actually takes and moves it just two feet to the right. So it's a more difficult step for me. So it's an occasion for me to fall into the river so that he can catch it on video and post it on Facebook. Okay. Cause let's be honest, I'd post that video too, but I shouldn't be moving the stone the same way. If I know that there's something that is going to be an occasion for Joshua to fall in his life. If I know Joshua has an issue, the, the issue given in here is actually dealing with, with meat. That like if, if I'll use this example, that if, if Joshua actually has a, a religious feeling about that he shouldn't eat steak, okay, now that's just wrong. <laughs> okay, but 
that he feels like he shouldn't eat steak. He feels like that it's wrong. Okay. Now I don't feel like it's wrong for me to eat steak, but he does. I'm not going to break open my best steaks when he comes over to the house. I'll save him for later. I'll invite his dad over (laughs) and I'll have his dad smoke him at the end of it. But that uh, continuing on with this, if I know that there's something that would cause him to feel like that he is, he's not serving God to his potential. And I know that even though for me, I sit here and go now, Hey, this isn't a stumbling block for me. Even though it might not be a stumbling block for me, it's a stumbling block for him. Can I tell you that I'll, I'll give an ex- another example. There, there have been Christians that I know that have given up drinking in their lives that it's a stumbling block for them to actually go to a restaurant where there's a bar inside the restaurant. Okay? That's not wrong for them to not go to a, a bar. that ha- It's okay that they don't do that. Okay? But if I'm going, going to take them out to eat and I know that, I'm not going to take them to an Applebee's. I'm going to take them to an IHOP. Okay? Because International House of Pancakes. Okay? <laughs> But you think through this, there's nothing wrong with saying, okay, I'm going to take him to an IHOP so that I don't have to put him in a position that he looks at, at the bar and he goes, man, I just want to drink. I'll, I'll give you another example. I was working with a gentleman this last, uh, not this last week, but two weeks ago that um, he's, in, he's in drug court. Um, he's not saved yet. He's starting to get some of the terminology just from hanging around us. But I've started talking to him and, and he made the statement because being in, in the drug court system, they're working on staying clean. They're working on not taking any type of substance that would alter their, themselves. They're not drinking. They're not um, smoking, smoking marijuana. They're not doing any types of drugs. And he, he went to do some of his community service. Well, it was at, a, it was at a, actually like a private bar that he was working. And so he goes in, unsaved man, mind you, he goes in to work and do his community service and he gets about an hour into it and he looks at the guy and goes, look, I got to be honest with you. I can't do this here. He said, I'm trying to stay sober. I'm trying to stay right. He's like, and all I want to do is sit down at that bar and have a drink. You know, you know what convicted me hearing him say that is that an unsaved guy often does that better than I do. That he's standing there saying, hey, that's a stumbling block for me. I ought not to be here. What, and, and, and looking through this, it's not a stumbling block for me to go walk by a bar. I don't have any desire whatsoever to be drinking. I don't have a desire to even sit there. I, th- I think about the times that we, I'll, I'll confess, I do go to Applebee's. Okay, Then me and my wife go there. I don't like sitting in the bar section. I don't. I prefer to be away from it. And going through the, uh, this line of thought, if I know that Brother Nate has an issue uh, with it, now I don't believe he does as far as the drinking and all of that. As far as I know, he does not. I'm really setting him up here. <laughs> He's going to have 50 questions after this. <laughs> I'm not going to take Brother Nate even to Applebee's. 
because I don't want to be a stumbling block. Rather, I'd, I'd rather be a stepping stone because, you know, it's easier for me to just invite him over to, to eat at my house where I know that there's not going to be an issue. Okay, because with how quickly franchises change, places that you thought were safe for that type of stuff, like we just walked in uh, down in Rhode Island down to Cracker Barrel. How many of you knew that Cracker Barrel was serving alcohol now? Blows my mind. All those years, that was one of those places that we would constantly go because we loved the fact it was a family atmosphere. It's changed. Okay? And so how can we be a stepping stone? Remember that we're all accountable. Okay? This, uh, this all has also bled into point number two. Remember that things that trigger somebody else might not trigger you. Okay? We've all heard and we've all seen like the memes and things of being triggered. Okay? In the day and age we live in. Okay, you, you see them in relation to politics, you see them in relation to whatever. Okay, we're not talking about politics today. If you want to talk about politics, it can be afterwards. But looking at this, there are things that will trigger somebody to go right back into that mindset that it might not trigger you. Okay, I'll, I'll use myself as a personal example here. There was, a, there was a day and age where I was not listening to the right kind of music. I was not listening to what I ought to be listening to. Okay, I'm not going to X, Y, Z it for you because I don't need to. Okay, in looking at this, there are still times that when a song comes on the radio, not, I shouldn't have said it like that because I don't listen to the radio. There are times that I'm walking through a store and a song comes out on over the store speakers that I sit there and it immediately takes me right back to where I was. Just being honest with you. There have been times that I've been walking around with Miss Amy and I'm like, I can't be in here right now. I'm like this, I, I can't. Why? Because it's taking me right back to where I knew that I was in sin. I knew that I was doing wrong. And those songs take me right back. Can I tell you that Miss Amy, she's walking through and she can't even hear the songs because she's zoned, she's zoned that stuff out. It's like my mom. My mom will walk through a store. She, she zones out the radio that's playing in the store. It must be like a superhuman thing for women that they can just zone things out. It's probably something to do with like all the kids running around. But you think through this, there are going to be things that, that will affect me that won't affect you. And... Honestly, if, if that's the case, praise the Lord. Because I'd rather not have the sin that I, I struggled with affect you guys. Just being honest. Go, hey, going through life, we also have to be aware, though, that if somebody is struggling with something, that if my wife knew that I was struggling with, with listening to that kind of music, she doesn't listen to the music. But if she knew I was struggling with that, that she doesn't go, well, let's just turn it up inside the house. That's a stumbling block. Praise the Lord. We listen to great music inside the house. God honoring. If you haven't gotten the CD, I'm going to throw this out there. But Brother Chapman down in Rhode Island just put out a CD with his son. That's been on our listening list right now. Absolutely amazing CD. But that's the type of stuff we listen to. Why? Because it brings me closer to God. It does. But remember that the, the things that might not trigger you might trigger somebody else. Okay? So in being a stepping stone, remember that we're all accountable unto God. Okay? We each have our own step ladders. Okay? 
But remember that when it comes to those step ladders, we ought not be putting stuff on other people's step ladders so that they fall. Okay, it's not a race to who can get to the top of the step ladder fastest. Okay, because that that's gonna hurt. How many of you guys have seen people race and do dumb stuff and hurt themselves because they're not taking the time and running their own thing? We've seen it in the OSHA areas. There's a reason why there's OSHA examples. <laughs> it's because somebody has done something that is wrong. Okay, and they're a great example of don't do that. Okay, then remember and remember the, and the triggers, but then also remember number three. Verse number 19, it says, let us therefore follow after the things which make for peace and things wherewith one may edify another. Okay, remember that being a stepping stone, we have to lift each other up. Okay, if, if, if I fall off of this, and I'm not, I'm not even going to walk down there because it will make some of you guys nervous. If I fall off of this ladder right here, now I would hope after you guys are done laughing, laughing, that you guys would come help me up. <laughs> okay? Some of you, you might come help me up and then laugh. Honestly, I would laugh at myself falling too. More so out of embarrassment. But <laughs> we have to be able to lift one another up. You think about that word edify, to build up, to be able to lift someone up. That's what we ought to do as Christians. If I know that Brother Nate is working up his ladder, and I know that he's working really hard at getting and getting up there, and he's done a really good job at avoiding the stumbling blocks on his ladder, I ought to go by and give him a pat on the back and say, "Hey, you're doing a great job." I think about brother Brother Kevin Moore talked about his his uncle Stanley, and the fact that it had been two weeks. It had been two weeks that he had not taken a drink. That's a big thing. Do you realize that when you work with someone who's addicted to something, it's hard to get them off of an addiction. You, you want to realize how hard it is? Give up sugar for a week. <laughs> exactly, Titus. He's over there like, no. Give up sugar for a week. You sit there and go, well, I don't eat sweets. Do you put sugar in your coffee? You put sugar in your tea? You think about other things that have sugar in it. It's in a lot of stuff. I found that out when I started dating my wife. And she's sitting there going like, hey, do you realize that how much sugar you're intaking? I'm like, it's not that much. I don't even eat dessert. And she's like, do you realize how much sugar you're intaking? Miss Dale asked me, I don't know if Miss Dale is still up here. But Miss Dale asked me two weeks ago in Sunday school because Samuel came walking in with his Mountain Dew. And she goes, do you know how many grams of sugar are in that? And I almost guessed it. I was like three or four off, which is terrible because that just tells me how much I know about Mountain Dew. <laughs> but she, sitting there and you think about the amount of sugar that comes in. Go ahead, quit it for a week. And then tell me that someone struggling with an addiction has an easier job quitting something. We all need God. <laughs> when it comes through this. But that's a big deal. When, so, when someone's able to do that, we ought to be able to come around and say, hey, you're doing a great job. You can keep going. You can keep doing that. Keep on stepping. I think about the song I sang it when we were hiking up um, Welch and Dickey. 
I would sing the song little by little, inch by inch, by the yard it's hard, by the inch what a cinch. They get to never stare up the stairs, just step up the steps, little by little, inch by inch. <laughs> Miss Frank over there is finishing it. You think about this, hey, you think about that song, it's the same way in our Christian life. Do you realize that if Brother Nate's going up his ladder, it might be little by little inch by inch while Zeke over here is going up at leaps and bounds in his Christian walk and Christian life. But ultimately both of them, they have their own ladders. They're going up. The thing is, is that as both of them are going up their ladders, Nate's not looking over at Zeke and throwing stuff at Zeke's ladder. So he's hoping to knock him off. He's looking at him and saying, Hey, you can keep going. Do you realize, so I'll go back to the hiking example one more time. And then I'll give you one other example and we'll be done. Do you realize one of the biggest things for me getting up that, that mountain for Welch and Dickey was the fact that you guys were beside me going, you can do it. Just a little farther. We'll take another break. Oh, we'll stop here. We'll breathe for a minute. Just... Point and point three miles. <laughs> that that was Brother Charlie. It didn't matter where we were. <laughs> it was point three miles to the top. <laughs> point three miles. Point three miles. I said you said that seven miles ago. <laughs> it wasn't seven miles ago. Okay. Six. It was six. <laughs> but the people who were with me saying, "Hey, you can do it," makes life easier. Now, can I tell you and. This is just full transparency, how easy it is to not be a stepping stone and be a stumbling block. So I was preparing to preach this, okay? I was sitting down, writing all this out, getting all my thoughts from here to the paper. And I got a text through, and Miss Nancy Buffito is watching my parents' dog at the house, Okay? And she had asked me, and she goes, hey, I'm feeling a little under the weather. I think it's just allergies. And would you mind wearing a mask when you come by to check on the pellet stove? I'm just being honest with you. I sat there, and immediately I was just like, you want me to wear a mask going into my parents' house? Now, full transparency. I did wear a mask going into my parents' house, just so you guys know. I'm getting get there so before you guys, before you guys start throwing stuff at my ladder. Okay. I literally text, texted pastor because I was having such a rough time of saying, this is my parents' house. And I had already had a rough day. Pastor texts me back and he goes, I feel like this is falling under the guidelines of don't be a stumbling block. I hadn't told pastor what I was preaching, just so you guys know. And I texted him back. I said, why does it always have to be what I'm studying to preach? <laughs> Seriously, that's how easy it is to sit here and say, really? It's not sin to wear a mask. I know some people think it is, okay? It's not sin to wear a mask. But that's how quickly, like that, that I was ready to just, I was ready to go over and just kick down the ladder for Miss Nancy and be like, no, (laughs) it's my parents' house. And then God goes, hold on, through my dad, 
It says, isn't this becoming all things to all men? Not being a stumbling block? I'm like, why you gotta be spiritual? <laughs> now I listened. I'm thankful I did. So because Miss Nancy actually is sick. So pray for Miss Nancy. But thinking through this, don't be a stumbling block. Be a stepping stone. It's easier. 